The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football A Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating what would have been his 88th birthday today. Happy birthday to Leonard Neboy. We are definitely not on Facebook. Oh, no. I'm sorry, buddy. A solar eclipse. The cosmic ballet goes on. Uh, you want to switch seats? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, for those... Uh, no, I'm all right. I don't know why. It just won't connect to Facebook today. That's so. very odd. I'm sorry. Um, uh, maybe we'll go and... Uh, there's no real good way to do it, after the fact. We're just not on Facebook today. It's just not working. Sorry, man. guys. Well, we'll get it fixed for tomorrow. I don't, I'm don't. i not promising that. I don't know why you're promising it. I well, can't promise it'll be fixed. What we need to do is we need to... Start streaming on Twitch. Uh, believe me, that's yeah. what the cool kids are doing. I've I have recently I've talked about this before that I'm kind of figuring out how many people play video games and how many people like video games. Uh oh, what are you? No, doing? no, no, it's fine. Oh. Continue. Just I'm dealing with other things. And yeah. um, and the Twitch thing is is crazy. There's a lot. There's a lot of people. That's what the kids are up to, man. The kids are. The kids are very into it. Yeah. Today is Tuesday, March 26, 2019. 247 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 730. 730. Jim Miles' ERA in his Texas Rangers career. Those unforgettable 24 and two-thirds innings over 13 games <laughs> in 1968 and 1969. For the Washington Senators, I should say. Um, those are the only innings he ever pitched. I can't imagine why. Sure. 730 ERA. On today's show, guys, we are going to take a look at the updated bracket for our... Texas high school football inflatable run through March Madness bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, big upsets. Oh, big, so many big upsets. upsets. We're going to talk about that. We had some coaching changes to talk to, including another reigning state champion. We'll have a new coach. This isn't necessarily super surprising, but we will get into that. In the back half of the show, we will break down the uh, big country Texas high school football year in review. What happened out there, kind of greater Abilene area. We'll get into that coming up here in just a little bit. Um, issues. I know, I know people are. What have you done to Ish? Ish has an interview to do right now. Not for another job, I don't think. <laughs> I hope not. Um, no, he's uh, <laughs> he's talking to somebody for the magazine, so uh, he's he's working. Uh, as as you probably can tell, we are now into full magazine mode. We are working. It's a on miracle that. this show even happens. So right now. yeah. So if if one of us is out for a day, that's probably because we're working on something for the magazine. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was I was out yesterday because I was I had to fix stupid air conditioner. Um, but yeah. the um, on Sunday Sunday night I was at the Dallas Gr- the National Football Foundation Dallas Gridiron Gridiron Club of Dallas uh, their annual scholar athlete banquet which was a tremendous event. Um, Drew Pearson was there which was kind of awesome. He was at the table next to me and I'm like. Um, and great to see a lot of coaches there uh, who are there supporting the, their players who were um, uh, 
honored as scholar athletes. I uh, got to chat with a number of them, uh, including a few of our favorites. Allen coach uh, Terry Gamble was there. Uh, Hebron coach Brian Brazel was there. I talked with Rowlett coach Doug Stevens. Um, all that. Uh, if you ever want to feel dumb and like you've <laughs> never accomplished anything, go to the one of those banquets where they are like rattling off all these like 18-year-olds' accomplishments, and they're like, Oh, he's uh, he was a two-time All-District pick, and also he's like second in his class of like <laughs> two thousand kids, and also he volunteers, and also he's just like the nicest kid you've ever met. I'm like, man, <laughs> I gotta up my game. I gotta be a better human. Uh, but it was a lot of fun there at the National Football Foundation Gridiron Club of Dallas there on uh, Sunday night. But it Appreciate it that. wasn't it didn't turn out to be an elaborate ruse to prank you. What's this? The whole thing. No, it wasn't, they weren't like. And our sports media person of the oh. year is someone else. Suck it, no, Tepper. I didn't think uh, 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 there was definitely there was definitely a moment. Uh, I was there to get a, a, an award, which was very nice. But there, uh, there was definitely a moment where I was like, "This is a, an elaborate trick. This is a prank." But it was not, alas. Um, okay, let's talk about the Dave Campbell's Texas football and all-star inflatables. Let's Texas high school football inflatable tunnel bracket. We're down to the Sweet 16. That's true. We've we gone are. through two rounds, uh, and I've got to tell you, that's some crazy, crazy, yeah, crazy upsets. I'm going to see one. if I can pull up the bracket here. It's uh, it's a little wild ass. First and foremost, we lost two number one seats. We lost two number one seats. It's true. We lost two number one seats and two number two seats. Yeah. We lost, for example, Allen. Yep. Allen is out, yeah. knocked out by Shelbyville. That's true. The Dragons. And Springfield's rival yeah. knocked out Allen. Yeah. Pearland is also out. Yep. Who did Pearland get knocked out by? I've got the bracket up here. Uh, um, I believe that was Cedar Ridge. Round Rock Cedar yes, Ridge. Yes, that appears to be the case. Yeah, Round Rock Cedar Ridge knocks out Pearland. Yeah. Uh, another number one seed. A couple of number twos go out. McKinney uh, has gone down. They lose to... Jeez, um, I've got it here somewhere. Where's McKinney? They lost, is all I'm saying. Hold on, I'll pull it up. Thank you. Um, got we've got the bracket. The, the sizing was off on it, but here we go. Okay. Yes. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Perlin lost to Cedar Ridge. McKinney lost. McKinney lost to A&M Consolidated. That's a 10 over yep. a 2. Cinderella story in A&M oh, Consolidated. Uh, they're getting out there. And then also an, another number 2 seed that lost yeah. uh, was, um, uh, was uh, Keller, the, yeah. the, the Indian. Right. Um, Keller goes it's down. Gone. Uh, yeah. They get knocked out uh, yeah. by Lake Worth, the Bullfrogs. Yeah, guys, I told I you the, the Bullfrogs bullfrog, are the sleeper. The Bullfrog is uh, it's coming for you. It is. So we're down to the Sweet Sixteen. Here's here's where we're at. I'll I'll pull up each one at okay. a time, and you can you can go through. We them. got number one Cedar Hill taking on number four Georgetown Eastview. Yes, That's going to be a, a, a good one. Uh, also, moving on. Oh, sorry, I, I I pushed it, but I didn't push it. Okay. There you go. Sorry. Uh, Cedar Ridge. Uh, yeah. The uh, the but they they are up against it. The road does not get easier as they will have to take on the Wiley Pirates. I think, I think the Wiley Pirates at a four was probably a underseeding. Uh, underseeding. I believe that's correct. So that's eight sure. versus four in yeah. an inflatable bracket yeah. challenge. Um, Temple, it's a classic. See, I I'm I subscribe to the theory, and I believe you and Ish were part of this. That I just think how weird your mascot is means mm -hmm. the better it'll do. Now with the, the neutral, yes. The the trouble now is. Lake Worth, the Bullfrog, goes up against Temple, a just ravenous 
fan base. Sand fan. So base. this is going to be very interesting. This is maybe the one I'm most interested in. Yeah. Six versus seven there. Yeah. Uh, you've also got Shelbyville, of course, the Cinderella story. Yes. Uh, taking on Geronimo Navarro <laughs> and that <laughs> devastating Panther run through. Yeah. That's going to be fun. It's uh, fun. Uh, also, let's see here. Um, the next one is your uh, Troy versus A and M Consolidated. Yes, Detroit or the Troy Trojans taking on A yeah. and M Consolidated. That big, that big A and M Consolidated Tiger yeah, continues uh, to make waves. It's yeah. Six versus ten there. Um, the Vandegrift Viper is still alive, a number one seed, but they will have their work cut out for him this the week. Woodrow Wilson, they take on Wildcats. Woodrow Wilson, very, very good w- Wildcat run through. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. And then, of course, this is this is a big one. This yeah. is a heavyweight fight. This is a heavyweight. fight. This is the West Harden Oilers yeah. taking on the Big Spring Steers. Yeah. That is just a th- two dang good yeah. run throughs. Yeah. Somebody's giant going to have steer. to go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then finally, finally, you've got Wiley East. Uh, taking on Round Rock Stony Point, yeah. two big inflatables. Yeah. Just uh, the size here, I think, is what what gets you over the top. Here. I think that is, and I think uh, I know our friends at All Star will be excited. I know two of their favorite ones that two of their favorite clients are both the Wiley, the mm-hmm. Wiley schools, and it's because I mean a giant skull and then this massive monolith of a skull and swords. Yes. Uh, they're pretty cool. So you know. We will have so we will have that. That's the uh, the the um, All Star Inflatables Texas High School Football Inflatable Tunnel Bracket. You can vote at TexasFootball.com uh, yeah. for who should go through. Again, this is we seeded them, but now this is entirely up I to am, you. I am surprised that the, uh, the Allen A didn't do better, just because number number one, Allen is a big voting base. Of course. Number two. It's a good run through. It's a giant it freaking A. But like, you know what? You the know sh- they're in the house. But the Shelbyville up. Dragons underrated. It's got the shell. It's got the yeah. dragon wrapping around oh, the state of Texas. I agree. It's a it's a good one. It, it, you know you you got to get hot at the right time. And right the, now Shelbyville appears. To Shelbyville's be hot. had back to back good ones because I know the one before it was just the tunnel with the dragon like yeah. coming out of it, like the dragon head on top and mm-hmm. the wings to the side. Mm-hmm. Some good ones. Yeah. So. Uh, it's the All-Star Inflatables um, March Madness Texas High School Football Inflatable Tunnel Bracket. Yep. You can vote at TexasFootball.com. Let's get into, now, Max, uh, oh, a couple okay. of Texas High School Football coaching changes. Some, oh, yeah. okay. All right. Um, some which we, we knew were coming down. Um, first and foremost, this came down uh, last night, or rather uh, it confirmed this morning right. by Mike Foreman. Yeah. Uh, but Shiner has a new head coach. They are promoting uh, Daniel Bodecker, who I believe was their defensive coordinator. Yeah. Uh, from uh, def- from defense coordinator to head coach. Congratulations to him. He's taking over for Stephen Cherney, who, as we mentioned, uh, had retired at the end of the season. Um, we also um, we should also mention that uh, that uh, Mason has yeah. a new coach, and it's not necessarily uh, un- unexpected. Nope. This was something we had kind of. Yep. It just made a lot of sense for this to yep. happen, but their defensive coordinator, Michael McLeod, is being promoted from defensive coordinator to head football coach there yep. in Mason. This is not not unexpected. This was something no. that we thought uh, was going to happen. Uh, n- not unexpected at all. Uh, that is uh, that is another coaching change. Of course, you can find all the coaching at texasfootball.com. Uh, another one, this came down this morning, Step retweeted it, that Tatum, uh, Darren Highlander is resigning as head football coach and athletic director, um, but uh, he's citing family reasons. But this is going to be their third coach in Tatum in three years. Oof. Uh, not a ton of not a ton of continuity there. But then the other one that that is probably worth mentioning, and again, one that I don't think anybody would necessarily classify as a surprise. Uh, but uh, um, but Newton head coach W. T. Johnston. Uh, has announced that he is going to. I don't know necessarily how they're phrasing it, uh, but he is going to um, retire. Yeah, he's going to retire. Um, but uh, W. T. Johnston, of course, the the, the 
the coach of the two-time defending uh, 3A Division uh, one state champion, Newton Eagles. D2, D- D- rather, uh, Newton yeah. Eagles. Um, he has, of course, battled health issues um, over the course of, geez, years and years and years. Um, you may remember him from his um, from his unbelievable kind of viral post-game speech he gave to Sarah Merrifield on Fox Sports Southwest. Um, he is, uh, he's, he's, Battling his um, his graft versus host disease, um, but he is going to retire uh, now. Again, unfortunately, I can't say this is necessarily unexpected. Right. Um, I mean, we, w, Coach Johnston has been pretty sick for a while, and so it, the fact that he was able to be on that sideline is a borderline miracle uh, for the state championship game. But W.C. Johnston is going to retire uh, after a lengthy and successful career at Newton. Uh, if you are interested, that makes four defending state champs that are changing coaches. Uh, again, W.T. Johnston at, at Newton, I think if you had told me that, I think I would have believed you. I would think I said, oh, you know, he's probably going to step away after this. Uh, I know he really wants to be there for this senior class. His senior class is really special to him. Uh, but also Alito, of course, changed coaches. Steve Wood moved from uh, head coach to athletic director, and Tim Buchanan is moving from athletic director to head coach. Um, Grandview is changing coaches as well. Brad Davis uh, re- uh, retired at Grandview after winning the 3A Division One state championship. Uh, and then Mason, as we mentioned. Mason with Cade Burns moving to be the principal uh, and Michael McLeod taking over there. So four defending state champions changing head coaches this offseason. Uh, kind of remarkable. A full third of them changing head coaches. That's something to, uh, to something very, very odd. So yeah. texasfootball.com is where you can find all the coaching changes. Matt Stepp is constantly updating them. Texasfootball.com for all the Texas high school football coaching moves and the maneuvers. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, and of course see us at texasfootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across Lone Star State and where you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. There is our subscription package. Uh, With your subscription package, you get two magazines. So, okay, I want to be honest about this. I am pretty sure, I need to confirm this, but I am pretty sure that next Monday is when we are flipping the subscription package. And what I mean by that is that right now, if you subscribe today on March 26th, you will get two magazines. You'll get the 2018 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, uh, which profiles more than 400 prospects around the state, including kids who just signed in the class of 2019 to the kids who just finished their freshman year, class of 2022. You get that. We'll put that in the mail for you today. And then you get pre-ordered for the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the Bible of Texas Football, the one everybody knows, the one we're working on right now, uh, the 400-page magazine. You get pre-ordered for that. It will be mailed to you before it hits store shelves. It will be in the mail for you before anybody else can get it. Plus, you get a year's worth of exclusive online content at texasfootball.com. There's that. I believe next Monday is when we are going to flip it. And when the first magazine you will get will be the 2019 Summer Edition. Uh, So that would be the first of the two magazines you get. Whenever you subscribe, you are entitled to two magazines and a year's worth of content. If you want to wait until Monday, that is okay. I know I'm not supposed to say that, but whatever. My boss is not here. Um, So... TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. By the way, the price point, $19.95 for the first year. $19.95 for the first year to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. Go there and do it now. TexasFootball.com slash insider is where you can sign up. All right, Max. 
let's get into our let's continue our series of Texas high school football regional recaps. I believe we are going to we may have a chance to finish this in March. <laughs> it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be close. It's gonna be close. We're here. We're talking about the big country. Big country out there, kind of not quite Permian Basin, not quite Metroplex, uh, not quite Panhandle, and not quite. Um, Concho Valley or Central Texas. We're talking about kind of greater Abilene area. Uh, let's talk about the the um, the big country Texas high school football season. And so let's start with the the big picture. The big picture, I think overall, is I think I mean I hate to say it, but I think you have to kind of consider it a little bit of a disappointment. Um, this is a year that that there were no um, the for all the talk that we have about the big schools out there for the Abilene's and the Abilene Coopers. In a lot of ways, what what in the Abilene Wileys, now they're a 5A, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in a lot of ways, I think that the big country is largely defined by the small schools because that's what the majority of the schools are are out there. And overall, it was just kind of an okay year for them. Uh, you had some teams up near the top who were very, very good. Uh, but in the end, when the playoffs rolled around, most of those teams kind of stumbled. Mm-hmm. For example, Cisco. Cisco's yeah. a perfect example. Finished the regular season 9-0. and They're rolling our question, in fact, I was talking with um, Canadian coach Chris Ketting yesterday, and he said, because uh, I, w- I just kind of mentioned to him, he had turned in his questionnaire, and I called him, we were, t- we were chatting about his squad, and, and he had mentioned, uh, I said, boy, you know, who would have thought your district would be so tough, you know, with Spearman yeah. and, and Tulia, you know, yeah. you knew Childers and stuff like that. And he was like, oh yeah, we were out there at that Cisco and Spearman game, and suddenly we all became very big Spearman fans. <laughs> because, and it's, it's tr- the truth of the matter, is that I think there's a lot of people out there who are looking at that and saying, all right, Canadian and Cisco look like they're on a Region 1 collision right. course. Well, they stumble in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, Stephenville uh, stumbles in the playoffs as well. Um, you know, th- that's not to say it was a bad year, but but Albany also stumbled. Um, this was a year that I think overall you look at it and great regular seasons, but you didn't have any of those teams make those very deep playoff pushes with the exception of a couple that we're going to talk about right. here in a minute. So overall, you know, and by the way, the big schools, you know, Cooper was probably the best of the bunch. Uh, but, but you know, Abilene was, I would say, a little bit disappointing. Wiley, I think, was, was pretty disappointing. You know, they, they was, uh, we knew Coach Sandifer, Coach Hugh Sandifer told me that they were going to have some growing pains, and they obviously had some growing pains. But overall, I think you look at the, the big country, and, you know, it left, it left you wanting a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let's get to our team of the year. Team of the year, I think, is Hamlin. Uh, the Pied Pipers uh, had an outstanding year, running all the way to the regional final um, there in 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 2A Division... Is that right? 2A Division... 2. Yes. Um, they run all the way to the regional finals, and this was a team that I think was was awful impressive. A team we, we had high hopes for, because you remember the year before, uh, they were pretty solid as well. You know, a 10-3 year for Coach Russell Lucas and company. Uh, well, they they broke out this year. Uh, a 12-2 mark. Uh, they were able to run all the way to the, uh, to the regional semifinals. They end up losing to Albany there. But I think that, all, I think that overall... Uh, you know, if you want to give this to Albany because they won the head-to-head, I think that's fine. But I think my team of the year in in um, out there in the big country, rather than the regional final, I would say it was probably um, Hamlin. Although Albany's run to the semifinal certainly merits contention as well. Um, my my, I would say that that my pick would be uh, would be Hamlin as my team of the year. Um, you go out there and let's continue with our regional surprise of the year. How about Miles? That's um, a good pick. Uh, the Miles Bulldogs are a team that, that if you haven't been paying a ton of attention to, I think that that's okay. This has not been a team that I think has, has necessarily been a uh, reason to, to pay attention to. Uh, this is a team that 
2017 was two and nine uh, for Coach Chad Curry. They had not had a winning season since 2014, and they just haul off and go seven and four, four and one in district play, and make the playoffs. Uh, an outstanding year for 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 the Bulldogs. Um, you know, it it comes to a, a, a halt there at the hands of the aforementioned Hamlin. Uh, there in the first round of the playoffs, but overall, you know, to to get through that district and to finish second in that district, only behind El Dorado, uh, I was awful, awful impressed by them. Uh, and by the you know, wins over Monday, wins, uh, you know, so it was a really solid season, I would say, because Chad Curry and, and, and Miles, they are my pick for the regional surprise of the year. Regional coach of the year, let's go out to Santo. Let's talk about Devin Mann. Um, the uh, the the Wildcats of Santo. Um, I think there were there were some expectations going into the year that they, they didn't necessarily come out of nowhere, uh, but in his first year there, I think that uh, I think that Coach Mann kind of set the bar high. That was in 2017. Um, he 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 set the or 2018 rather. He set, he's 17 rather. He set the bar pretty high. You know, seven and five, a solid year. Uh, you know, he he thought he felt pretty good about having some guys coming back. Uh, you know, like Jet Bryan, their quarterback, and things like that. Uh, they were able to really, I think, have that breakout year that we've kind of been expecting from Santo for for a while. This is a team that that wins ten games. They go ten and two. Um, they had not won ten games since 2014. Uh, to to have that kind of bounce back year and in two years to build them back into what was really a power there out there, I think it's been really impressive what Devin Mann has done out there. Santo coach Devin Mann, my pick for the Big Country uh, Coach of the Year, uh, Big Country Player of the Year. Uh, let's go with um, at Get On My Bevel. Uh, on Twitter, Stanford quarterback Peyton Pevel. A lot of this is going to have to do with the the one game, right, uh, where he sets the state record for 789 passing yards uh, in a single game. But but overall, uh, Peyton Pevel for Stanford was was awful impressive all year long. It's not just that one kind of breakout game uh, that they had. Uh, he ends up t- uh, throwing for 4,521 yards, 57 touchdowns against just seven interceptions, 61% passer, uh, kind of the headliner of what was a really, really dangerous Bulldogs offense, uh, you know, scoring, uh, you know, averaging, boy, all, nearly 50 points a game there. Uh, Stanford quarterback Peyton Bevel, I think, is my pick for the 2018 uh, Player of the Year in the big country. So then where, where does that leave us? Kind of going forward, um, you know, I, I think you got to take it, kind of two separate ways. On one hand, you, you talk with the big schools and you want to see one of those teams kind of break out. You want to see one of the teams from Abilene, from Coop, Cooper, Abilene High, uh, or Wiley have that bounce back year, have a breakout year, and, and kind of get back to where they fee- feel like they should be, which is in contention, you know, competing against teams from the DFW Metroplex to get out of Region 1. Um, you feel like that's where they want to get. Can they get there? I know that... Uh, I would expect a, a bounce back year, maybe not a return to a statewide contendership, but a bounce back year for Abilene Wiley after a disappointing year. I think that Cooper's got a chance to break out as well. Um, and then there's the small schools. And I, I think that there's going to be a little bit of rebuilding to do for, for teams like Albany, teams like Stephenville, teams like Cisco. Um, but I think that there's another kind of layer of teams that could be ready to jump up. Um, I think Hamlin and Hawley. I think Jim Ned. Uh, Colorado City, I think, is ready for a big, uh, big move. I think Dillion is a squad that had a, a very solid 2018. Uh, how they handle their coaching change, I think, will have a lot to do with how the Bearcats look in 2019. Um, you know, Stanford's obviously got some play, uh, some piece to replace, most notably Peyton Bevel. Overall, though, um, I think that it was a, a bit of a, a lackluster year there in the Big Country. Uh, but I do feel like there there are some pieces in place, maybe not those those overall headliners that we've come become used to, but you do have some teams that could be ready to make that leap and become 
teams that we're talking about out there in the big country. Generally speaking, I would not count on them having two disappointing years in a row. I figure you're going to have one of those teams break out and have that big year. Um, by the way, another team we didn't even mention, another player we didn't even mention, is Jonah White at Merkel. Yeah. Uh, the Badger, 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 they had a fantastic year. They're <laughs> worth mentioning as well. Uh, but overall, I think that I think that after a bit of a step back in 2018, I would expect a, a step forward in 2019. We would do final thoughts, but... Yeah, I think the only thing to say, really, is uh, I don't know what's going on with Facebook. I'll attempt to remedy it this afternoon, and uh, if we don't, maybe we'll just never be on Facebook do ever you again. Have, do you have any final thoughts, Max? No. How was New Braunfels? It was New Braunfels. Okay, actually. Mm-hmm. There is a random thing here. Yeah. Into it. New Braunfels was great for all the reasons. The wedding was down on the river. It was beautiful. Mm. Great time. Uh, very laid back. Uh, I drank giant beers at beer gardens. What Poor else guy. do you do? However, last night there, late Saturday night after the wedding, wanted to grab one more drink. Went to a place called Sidecar. Okay. Sidecar is like a basement bar underneath uh, an inn or a hotel there. Okay. Uh, and it's like cool. It like <laughs> Don't sound so surprised. It looked like, a, like one of those throwback speakeasies. Hmm. Uh, like fancy drinks, fancy cocktails, your regular beers too. A little little food menu, live jazz band in this underground lair under this building, and it's in New Braunfels. Mm-hmm. I mean, li- no offense to New Braunfels. Was Duke it, Silver playing? Like it seemed like it could be that kind of place, but it had like the you know the old school lights and everything, and I had a couple very lovely cocktails, and it was, I I'm just. I have to tip my hat because that's a bar you don't expect to find in a town called New Braunfels. Or if you've ever spent time in New Braunfels, you don't expect to find a bar like that. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. The live jazz was awesome. The band was great. Uh, it, it took all types. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like elitist. It wasn't excluding people. Uh, I don't know. I was like a this smooth and silky evening to right? you all. Yeah, on right. nights like this. When the cold winds blow and the air is awash in the swirling eddies of our dreams, come with me and find safe haven in a warm bathtub full of, of my jazz. jazz. <laughs> anyway, Interesting. In New I, Braunfels, Texas. I was, I was very surprised. It was mm. an extremely cool bar to hang out. My hat is off to you, New Braunfels, because you already have like 20 amazing beer gardens to drink yeah. at. Yeah. It's just adding to the mix. I also had a great, uh, great meal at a taqueria. On uh, Saturday morning, so the, I, New I, Braunfels making moves. I'm New Braunfels has moved up the power rankings. I don't think the wife and I are moving there tomorrow. Uh-huh. But I'm not. If someone told me I had to move to New Braunfels, I would instantly be like, you know what? I've had enough fun there. I'd be okay with it. Interesting. Yeah. All right. I'm, that's your fun fact of the day. That's going to do it for us. We'll try to get back on Facebook tomorrow. Yeah. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, CS at TexasFootball.com. For Max Thompson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.